Hello there, and welcome to another episode, a Wednesday episode of Ramblin' Road Thoughts. And I'm going to get another thought today. Yesterday was an interesting day. Um, got up after working till 10 and not falling asleep until know, almost 1. Uh, got up, went to work the next morning, and forgot that I was supposed to work 2 to 10 last night, so made the best of it, left work, and uh, got a really good workout in, killer workout, and yeah, just got to do what I got to do, and so that was interesting, and, but what I wanted to talk about was today's reading, uh, which was, um, okay, so... If you have any self-actualization at all, um, you realize that, if you really think about it, you you understand that people probably talk about you, talk about you behind your back, whether it's good or positive, good or positive, good or (laughs) positive or negative. And we know it's a fact of life. Like you have never talked about, kind of talk trash about somebody. I've made the mistake. I've done it. Yeah. Uh, And we know we shouldn't. But if we've done it, and yet we try to hide ourselves, hold ourselves to a higher ideal, hello. Um, We know uh, everybody's done it. Everybody's trash talk at one time or another about somebody else behind their back. Now, here's the thing. We don't normally go through our lives worrying about it. We don't normally go through, unless there's a specific situation, but otherwise, our own family probably talks smack at times about us when we're not around. And yet, we don't live our lives worrying about that. We don't have an opinion because we don't know when it exists. We typically only have an opinion if we find out about it. So... Today's reading was, I think, entitled, You Don't Have to Have an Opinion. And what it's talking about is acknowledging the fact that people say negative things about you. And you don't live your life worrying about what you don't know about. So if we live our life that way, then work on living your life not worrying about the ones you do know about. Worrying about, you don't have to automatically have an opinion about everything. That's the other part that it talks about. But it's, it's kind of an interesting concept. and Because we all have fragile egos from time to time, or a lot of times. And, you know, we worry about what people say about us. I, I reached the point along a while back, and I think I've mentioned this before, that like at work, I don't really worry about my reputation. I just go about doing my job. I found that I have much more peace if I go about doing my job what I feel is the correct way. Now, when I, if I mess things up and I get corrected, all right, I mess something up, correct me. I move on. But I don't really worry about it. And I think it's made me a better manager, a better leader as a result, because I don't do everything with the... Uh, motive of, well, what are they going to think about this decision? What are they going to think about that decision? I don't, I don't worry about that. 
I just worry about, is this the right thing to do? That's what I worry about. And not that I worry, but you know what I mean? So I just, uh, I think it's, uh, sorry, going through traffic. I just think it's interesting, you know, that, uh, and I don't carry that. The other part is I don't really worry about what, why other people are doing what they do. I accept that they've done whatever they've done. I don't have a personal opinion about it. I don't have a professional opinion about it. I just deal with what it is. When my employees mess up and they have a mistake, one of the things that I always say to them when we're going through the documentation phase, uh, the quote-unquote disciplinary action, you know, I tell them, look, did you learn from this? You know, here's the corrective steps to avoid this again. Did you learn from it? That's what I really want to, that's what I really hope for. And if we never have this happen again, I'm good. I don't, doesn't bother me. You know, mistakes are going to be made. And I'm not going to be standing there in the corner, you know, tisk, tisk, tisking you, uh, waving my finger going, remember that time you messed up? We don't. We move on as human beings. We, we try to become better. And that's what I encourage out of my employees is always try to become better after a mistake, you know, learn from it. And I don't carry any opinions. I don't, you know, uh, it gets marked on that year's um, evaluation, that quarter's evaluation and that year's evaluation. After that, I'm, I'm moving on, folks. I, I don't really think about it. Now, I watch for problematic behavior. That's, that's something different. But, uh, and if it happens again, then I, I <clears throat> take action on it again. But it's kind of the same in my personal life. For most people, I can't, I have to be honest, for most people, um, those closest to you, it's the hardest to come to that kind of self-actualization. But I just, I, in my personal life with anybody outside of my circle, I have really no opinion about people. I just don't, I, I just accept, try to accept them at who they are. And I try to accept them at their deeds and their actions and what they say. And through observation, you know, um, in terms of how I want to inter- judge them in terms of how I want to interact with them. But in the end, I'm not living in their heads. I don't have to live with them. And I'm not going to push my mental state down into a negative place because I have, I figure they're bad people or whatever. I'm not sitting there dwelling on that. And so it's okay not to have an opinion, but it's okay to not have an opinion about what you don't know. We get so wrapped up in things that we worry, worry, worry about what people think or what this person's doing or what that person's doing. It is what it is. You know, and so you just have to you have to, if you can get to the point where you stop having an opinion about what people's opinions are of you or when they're talking smack about you and you even know about it, you're freeing yourself. You're freeing yourself within your own head. You're, you're not living in that negative space and you could just move on. Now, 
you can analyze what they said, what they what they mean, their context, whatever. You know, to self-evaluate and go, hmm, am I like that? Let's reflect. And you can look at those points. And then just like anything else, you examine, you analyze, you take the parts you want to keep and you get rid of the rest. But here's the other part. There's no right answer. It's the answer you accept in terms of that analysis. And oftentimes we have blinders on ourselves. So we may think we analyze through it and we're like, oh, great. You know what? They had a good point on this, but I'm not like this. And maybe you really are. Cognitive dissonance is a thing. So sometimes it takes repetitive actions. Repetitive. Sometimes when, if you find that multiple people have a similar opinion about you, about something negative that you have said that's not you, that's another indicator to use. These are just indicators or what they are. Just take them and look and go, hmm, okay, this person and that person and those three people don't know each other, but they all have the same opinion about me. Hmm. Let's do some deeper analysis. Maybe I'm not being honest with myself. And that's what those things should be. But when somebody has a negative opinion about you and you know it, you can't live in that space. How many times have you seen those, I don't know, managers or employees that, you know, they're called into the boss's office and the boss is like, rah, 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 rah. And they're just kind of like, okay. And you think, man, what kind of brain dead idiot is that? How happy go lucky, how brain dead do you have to be to be that happy go lucky? Are they. I've thought it before, but how, are they really brain dead or are they just refusing to live in that negative space? Are they not worrying about that person's opinion, the, uh, the negative, the negativity from that person's opinion? Maybe they go back and self-analyze. Maybe it's a defense mechanism so they don't break down in front of the boss. So anyway, just some things to think about. Opinions, opinions of others. And do you take it personally when you know about it? Or can you get rid of that negativity? I hope I'm explaining it right. Uh, something else uh, I wanted to mention real quick. I noticed I got into a conversation on through the other podcast Twitter with somebody that we've had some good talks, good little chats. And... They were talking about asking a, just a, a question in good faith about why do people act like this on Twitter? We had a good little back and forth, but it also made me think of something else, which is kind of annoying. Uh, annoying for a moment, and then I move on. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever, and I move on. Which is, you know, the over-exaggeration on social media, especially Twitter. Oh, my gosh. People over-exaggerate their reactions so immensely. They'll be watching something. Oh, I saw this and... I don't know why I'm doing a voice. Oh, I saw this. And it just... Oh, it's so much love. I'm crying. I'm crying. That's a, a very common phrase. I'm crying. Really? You're crying over that? And I have to take a step back and realize, you know what? They're just being... They're just conveying some sort of emotion. They're being... They're, they're exaggerating a little bit. They're probably not really crying. There are some that do. I've seen some Twitter threads where people are just so freaking sensitive. But then I see some Twitter threads where I think, 
That crafty SOB. Saw one the other day where somebody was like, I can't take it. This podcast is everything to me and it's my mental health avenue. And and because somebody left him a one-star rating and it's just, and I'm just, oh, I just can't handle this. Now I'm thinking of quitting the podcast. As they were partially, because they were female, I'm sure everybody came just swooping in like, you've got an automatic five-star rating from me. It's like, really, people? Really? And then somebody in the thread finally had a comment that I appreciated, which was, you know, a couple, you know, some bad reviews are not a bad thing because then when people are looking at your ratings overall, they don't think it's all just fake. But there's just this tendency in Twitter, especially, that everybody just tries to overlove and just be like, oh, here is your safe space. And nothing wrong with trying to create a safe space for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. But you got to remember, you're creating it for yourself. Nobody else is responsible for creating that safe space for you. There's a block button for a reason. If you don't want to hear it, you don't want to hear it, and you want to live in a bubble, that's up to you. At some point, you got to go back into the real world, though. Whether you deal with that on Twitter or not, that's up to you to create and to do. It's not up to anybody else to provide for you. And that's where it gets slightly annoying because everybody's just, oh, this is my community. They're my safe space. And, and it's just like, negative reviews are going to happen. I don't worry about the reviews. It'd be nice to have some. <laughs> I don't really have reviews. Uh, it'd be kind of fun to see them. Also, I'd. I kind of like reading bad reviews in a way because I try to see if I can get something out of them, if there's a valid point. But, you know, and it's just so funny because it's just everybody's just, oh, you've got a new subscriber too. Your podcast is great. And I think about too, how many of you effers are lying just to swing in and be the good guy, especially because it's a female, supposedly female account. And it's just, and I'm, and I look at this other two, and I'm like, that crafty sob. She, look at that. She just got a bunch of new subscribers. She got a bunch of little hearts, likes. The likes are hearts on Twitter. And you know, it's just, oh, she's getting so much empathy. <laughs> I shouldn't mock, but I think about it from a marketing standpoint, and I think, could I do this? Could I do this just to get some clout? Just to get some. Oh, my mental health. Save me. It's not up to them to save your mental health. It's up to you to save your mental health. But anyway, they appear to be young. And whether it's a crafty marketing trick or they're really that fragile, I don't know. But in the end, I chuckle about the whole thing. And I also give them kudos for, like I said, they just got a bunch of reviews. Five-star reviews and, and subscribers people just whatever it's funny 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 just want to talk about that real quick anyway uh yeah opinions don't worry about them use them like a tool (coughs) excuse me so hope you got something out of that if you'd like to point counterpoint argue debate cuss you know how to get a hold of me through social media instagram and twitter rambling gen xer via the email at ramblinggenxer at gmail.com or you can literally shout at me through the voicemail feature on the anchor.fm website or app. All right, get out there. It's Wednesday. Build yourself up so you can build upon it tomorrow and you can be better for those around you. And be well.